step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. There you will stand, strong. I will say, long live Swiftcast. Your headphones blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than Swiftcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 73. This is a really special episode and we have a lot of exciting things to tell you tonight. This is Steph, Joe, and Nate. I think a lot of you already know if you're on Twitter and especially if you follow us on Twitter. But Taylor held a very special secret listening session in Rhode Island over the weekend and our very own Jill and Nate were there. Yay! It was amazing. Uh, Amazing. Like you have no idea. I so wish this experience for every single fan out there. It was incredible. We are very excited to grill both of them on all of the details. <laughs> the details. Jill and Nate actually already were able to talk to Ashley and Haley, and unfortunately they weren't able to make the episode tonight. But this is the first time I'm hearing this, so I'm probably going to have a million questions. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, I'm going to be trying to get all the details I can. We've been dying to tell you. Seriously, like we've been trying to call Steph at <laughs> least, you know, something the past like two days. Like... <laughs> Unfortunately, just schedules have not worked out. This is going to be pretty fun on this episode, so. Nate was traveling, I was running a half marathon, Joel was working, but we're finally getting to talk for the first time on this episode, so it's going to be all new stuff for me. Yes. First, though, we want to give you a quick rundown on news so you're up to date because there's so much going on, and we also want to remind you to enter our contest. We have a very special giveaway through Taylor's promotion with Subway, and if you just go on our Twitter account, at SwiftCast13, you can find all that information. What you'll need to do is retweet our tweets, and we're going to be giving away gift cards, a special edition Taylor cup, as well as a Shake It Off physical copy of the CD, courtesy of Nate. So (laughs) go check that out and enter right now, because the contest ends on October 10th. Enter right now. First, we want to go right into Keeping Up With Swift to update you on some news. Right, so our first piece of news is that Shake It Off set a record on Spotify for the most streamed song in a week and actually tied the record for the fastest number one on Billboard's adult pop songs uh, radio airplay chart. That ties with Celine Dion's Because You Loved Me from 1996. (laughs) So Wow, what a throwback. Yeah. And last week, Shake It Off was officially downloaded over 2 million times and the music video has actually had over 150 million views. So good job, guys. Like, keep clicking on it. That is crazy. Already 150 million views? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just today. That's like, imagine what's going to be like a year from now. She's going to be rivaling Psy soon. So our next bit of news, um, Taylor is on some magazine covers, which is awesome. Everybody always loves that. So um, she is on Nashville Lifestyles, Fashion Canada, and my personal favorite, which was the British Vogue 
Yes. So if you guys haven't seen that, at least check out the covers. You can buy the magazines now and read, you know, all the articles in there. But we will be discussing all of those in depth on our next episode, episode 74. So make sure you are ready for next week. So we're going to really dive into that. I think British Vogue was my favorite too. Absolutely. Hands down. So something very exciting happened within the past week. Ed was over doing this fan event. And he actually told fans that he and Taylor have been recording together again recently. Woo! Which is awesome news. So awesome. Amazing news. And he said, I've recorded some more songs with Taylor, but it's just a case of finding out where to put them as I don't really put collaborations on my albums. She did her last album really quickly, so there was no time to put any on there. And so I hope we hear these soon. Maybe Taylor next year will release a special platinum edition of 1989 or something. Seriously, she's got to release them somehow. I've been waiting for a platinum album for a long time, Taylor. Well, and we even know that when they wrote Everything Has Changed, they wrote another song that we've never heard. Right. Like, I can't believe it's just like dead data out there. I know. They're the worst. They could be making like (laughs) millions with that song. Ed and Taylor, please. (laughs) So anyways, and really exciting news that I'm particularly really into. Taylor, as we know, released her new fragrance called Incredible Things. And well, she didn't release it, but she told us about it. And it's going to be released soon. Some of the base scents include vanilla orchid, suede flower, sparkling grapefruit, which is exciting, and white amber. So that sounds like it's going to be an interesting smell. It sounds like it's going to be really different from Taylor and from Starlight. And the fragrance has been described as Taylor lives her life with an open heart and by sharing her personal stories through music, art, and fragrance. She helps inspire her fans to follow their heart, to be their own artist, to do incredible things. So I have a quick question that I have to ask right now before we go into the main discussion. (laughs) What did Taylor smell like in Rhode Island? Do you think she was wearing this fragrance? (laughs) No. No? She may have been, but the room had gotten so hot, it's possible that she maybe just like sweated off and I don't know. Plus, just the general house smelled like Christmas, so that could have just masked it too. So I don't know. But we did Uh, not... We were not able to actually smell the fragrance, so. She didn't smell like anything. Yeah. I bet she had it on, though, so that makes me even more excited to buy it. (laughs) It's coming soon. So, uh, our next bit of news. On Tumblr, Taylor told fans that she drew the card for Big Machine that's on the back of the Shake It Off single, which is very cool. Like, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And, like we said, if you want that single, enter our giveaway. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can check it out yourself. The day before Nate and Jill had the best day of their <laughs> lives, Taylor had another secret listening session in New York City on October 3rd. And Carly Kloss was actually there at the beginning of the session. Woo. Those people were lucky. Yeah, seriously. At this point, there have been so many listening sessions. So many people have met Taylor. I think it's really exciting. It is. And I'm sad that they're over in America. <laughs> In America. Yeah, in America. But after holding the 1989 Secret Session in Nashville back like two weeks or a week ago, so Taylor then attended a Hoiser concert with Abigail. And it was really, really nice to see them together. I thought that was cute, too. I love their friendship. Yeah, it was really fun to see them together. 
Also, Taylor was on NRJ Radio, and she said that touring in France is actually on her mind because, uh, as I'm sure many of you may know, she did not go there on the Red Tour. And some other questions I asked her, um, they asked her if she was planning on acting, and she said, no, she really doesn't have any plans to act because uh, she's going to be touring the world for the next two years. So that's uh, that's pretty crazy to think that it's already, you know, on the horizon. So she also said that her childhood idols were Shania Twain, Britney Spears, and Gwen Stefani. And that Taylor also said that if she had to choose her favorite song on 1989, it is Out of the Woods. And she actually told us that that was the most important song to her on the album. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm very excited to hear it. So we know from the Rolling Stone article, though, that at least a line in this song mentions Taylor's snowmobile accident that we had no idea about. That's one reason why I think this song is intriguing for all fans. And I'm excited to hear it, especially now that she says it's her favorite. She said that if she could only play three songs for us, that that would be one of them. Can you tell us if Shake It Off would have been another she one? She didn't tell us the other two. She just said that one. <laughs> she actually didn't, yeah, which was, oh. I was waiting for it, too. But no, she she only said that one. So, Interesting. Yeah. Somebody should have followed up with her. What are the other two songs? I, <laughs> I think I know. I think I know, too. You're going to have to tell us next time. Yeah. After the album's released. Okay. And just okay. so you know, guys, we are officially three weeks away today. Ooh. As of today. Before we get to Taylor's schedule... We just want to remind you that Taylor is featured on Popcorn Bags and Soda Cups at Regal Cinema from now through December 26th. So if you go and buy popcorn and soda, you enter this contest to try to meet Taylor. And next we're going to give you a quick rundown of Taylor's schedule. She's very busy, but we want you to make sure you know where she'll be and when she'll be where so you can watch her or listen to her. All right, so for... All the events that are happening before release week, we have on October 9th, she's going to be actually announced that she's going to be at the Live Lounge on BBC One Radio, uh, and that's on October 9th. And then the next day on October 10th, she's going to be on the Graham Norton Show at 10.35 p.m., which is 5.35 p.m. Eastern on BBC One. And then a week from then, October 17th, she'll be featured on Stand Up to Cancer Telethon and... Then on October 20th, she's going to perform on the finale of Australia's X Factor. So a lot of abroad stuff. The next week, obviously, is release week. On October 24th, uh, she will be performing at the Weekend Survive concert at the Hollywood Bowl in L.A., which is pretty awesome. Uh, we might, you know, hear some uh, some music there, so, you know, you never know. And then, of course, October 27th, the big day, everybody knows, is the actual day of the album release. It's the 1989 official release, so so I'm sure everyone will be very excited for that day. Also on that day, she will be on Good Morning America, so you can catch that in the morning there, and I'm sure she's going to talk all about the album, probably tell you guys everything that she was telling us at this listening session. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be jam-packed with a lot of good stuff, so it's, it's really like I cannot miss show so the next um this would be the the 27th to 28th and also november 3rd will be taylor segments as an exclusive mentor on the voice those are the air dates there so 27th 28th and also november 3rd so be sure not to miss that at all finally um october 29th she will be doing a scholastic interview at 1 p.m eastern so is that what that is an interview uh yeah and it's usually broadcast to all schools throughout the country okay 
we expect more dates to be announced for release week and we will keep you up to date with those as they become confirmed. After the album is released though, Taylor has some award shows coming up. On November 5th, she's nominated for Best Female Vocalist at the CMAs, but she's not actually going to attend. You can still watch to see if she wins. On November 9th, the MTV Europe Music Awards are happening. Taylor is nominated for Best Female Artist and Best Look. You can vote for her now and every day until then at mtvema.com. And it was just announced that Taylor is also going to be on the UK X Factor season finale. We'll keep you up to date with that. She's all about the X Factor this year, which is great. Too bad America doesn't have it anymore. Finally, way into the future, on May 15th and 16th, Taylor, one of those days, will be performing at the Rock in Brio, USA, in Las Vegas. Woo. So now for the best part of the show that I've been waiting for <laughs> forever, ages, to hear about. Ages. The Rhode Island listening session. I think you guys should just tell me, and I'm probably going to ask a million questions. Okay. About every detail. Where do we begin (laughs) i think listeners will want to hear how you reacted when you got the call because they know you guys they listen to you every week and if you don't then you should jill was the first one to get the call but you can go ahead so yeah i got the call on thursday morning and i missed it actually because i didn't think anything of it when my phone was ringing so then i came back and saw that there was a number from rhode island and I knew right then what it was, obviously, who all to be calling me from Rhode Island. And so there was a voicemail. I listened to the voicemail. And sure enough, they said it was from taylorswift.com. And I, I mean, I knew right away. And I started like shaking and my heart was going and I had a hard time breathing. And I don't know, I was just in shock. Like my first instinct was run around and look for a pen. And even though I had one and find pen and paper and I was just very, very nervous and shocked. I didn't know what to say or think. And so I tried to call them back right away, but they didn't answer. So I just called back. I can't remember. It was like 30 sometimes I called back before <laughs> before I finally left another voicemail. And then they called me back and then the whole thing happened. Yeah. So I got the phone call like a couple hours probably after Jill did. And yeah, basically I was in the middle of work and I was in the middle of a conversation. I'm like, I saw the number. I'm like, I need to take this. Goodbye. <laughs> I just like walked outside. I was like, so, and took this phone call. And of course it was awesome. You know, I took down all the details and they told us where to be. They basically said, this is top secret. You absolutely cannot say anything about this event until afterwards. And uh, the only details we can give you is when and where you can meet up. And they, they couldn't say anything about the event, even though we knew what it was anyway. So. Right. At this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm kind of like really thought we didn't know but we knew (laughs) (laughs) so that night i bought a plane ticket to providence like for the next morning at five in the morning so quick planning yeah it was a whirlwind so i flew out there and basically um skipping ahead basically a little bit to the actual uh story i was very nervous when we were driving jill and i were driving jill was driving us Um, I was super nervous. Joe was pretending like she wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Nate was basically acting like a girl on her wedding day. Like, that's not even an exaggeration. Uh, It was, yeah. (laughs) No, he, like, couldn't breathe, and he was like, okay, oh my god, oh my god. (laughs) Okay, it wasn't like that. Yeah, so you were like a girl on her wedding day. You were like, I was doing a lot of deep breaths. I was, I'll admit that. 
And I was like, I was like, whew, I was like, yep, okay, it's, it's gonna happen. It's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's nerve wracking. It's the biggest day of your life. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, imagine if anybody, any sort of A-list celebrity, let alone someone you exalt, basically. So it is, you're going to their house. Like it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's so huge. Yeah. I was way more excited than nervous. I wasn't too nervous. That's fair. I calmed down once we got to the parking lot that we were meeting at. Cause then I started looking around and I felt a little more in my element. And then from there, I was just very excited. So good. So yeah, yeah, that was, that was good. I'm glad I felt that way. So from what I've heard from other stories is you had to wait a little bit to get through the whole process. We had to wait a lot. Yeah, we had to wait a lot. What happened was we pulled in at about like 3.55 and we were still like the 20th car in line probably. And they told us oh. to not even be there until four exactly. So, so we're like, okay, whatever. And uh, we pulled in the parking lot. We parked Taylor's assistant. Um, I'm assuming part of Taylor management, uh, her name is Missy. Uh, she was going around and she's wearing this blue poncho. It was rainy and windy and she's going around to all the cars and she's saying, uh, due to the weather, she's like, just stay in your cars. Basically, I'll come one by one and get you guys. So we're like, okay, yeah, that's Oh, fine. that's nice. Yeah. They were going to set up a whole tent area. Yeah. If the weather was nice, it was just going to be this like nice, beautiful tent in the parking lot and they had all these plans and stuff, but they just got washed out. So yeah, that's nice that they didn't make you mess up your hair though. <laughs> you know, it was not even that bad. I had so much hairspray in my hair. It was perfect. <laughs> I think they were not used to New England weather because they were acting like it was like a hurricane. And I'm like, this happens every day. <laughs> <laughs> it took like roughly an hour to an hour and a half for them actually to even for her to even come back to our car, which uh, was unfortunate. But she did apologize for the wait. And you were the 20th car in line? Well, About, give yeah. or take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So how do they do it while you're in the car, though? She just came up to the cars and... We had to roll down our windows. Was it just like a sign-in process? She asked our names and checked our IDs and that was it. Mm. Oh. And then took us out of the car. Yeah, so we got out of the car with, you know, a few other of the girls that were there and, and a couple of um, their moms because they were under 18. There's a lot of parents there. There were quite oh. a few. I was surprised. We walk up to, it was basically like the gatekeeper shed for the parking lot and inside was um two girls very nice and and you know helpful and, and understanding they're they're really great people yeah so we get in there we sign our confidentiality forms um i'm gonna warn you guys in advance um i can only tell you guys you know so much about this yeah this trip, we're so. not going to say anything about really actually the album part at all so we're sorry if yeah. you were looking forward sorry, to that guys. what we can tell you is that it sounds incredible but hear us out because this story is pretty awesome Anyway, so we sign our forms, Jill checks in her bag, we go through our first like security checkpoint, which was a guy with a security wand and, you know, just kind of went over us. We could bring absolutely nothing into this house. Mm -hmm. Like Jill had a piece of gum in her back pocket and they're like, no, throw that away. <laughs> <laughs> Did so. they find it? Well, they said, what's in your back pocket? <laughs> oh, wow. All said and done, we get into this like 15 person van with all the other girls. We, you know, we load them up. The, the parking lot itself is just downhill from uh, Taylor Swift's mansion. So it's only like, you know, 300 feet away from her actual driveway. So it was not a long drive. You know, 10 seconds later, basically, we're in her yard. So were you the only guy in the van, Nate? Yes. He... Uh, except for the driver. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, it was awesome. I was one of the few guys there. Major props to all those guys, by the way. Shout out to them if uh, they're listening to the episode. And was the van a party bus sort of thing? No, it was like a shuttle Okay. It was a little, like, 10, 12-person mm -hmm. van. 
Well, it's good that they were being practical considering how short of a drive it was. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, so we pull into her driveway and yeah, we kind of laughed at the security guards because they had turned us away so many times before and uh, <laughs> just kidding. But uh, no, we, we really It is did. funny because when we were in Rhode Island and we walked by it, there were mm-hmm. so many security guards yeah. and there were people camping out, which right. I thought was mm-hmm. ridiculous. They're just like, move along. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't imagine actually being able to go through those gates. Yeah, it was it was pretty exciting. So, yeah, we pull into this house. Um, the driveway kind of splits. If you guys have seen pictures, uh, it splits mm-hmm. right and goes, you know, in this roundabout um, where the, the main entrance is to this house. And then it, it forks left down to um, this massive five-car garage that's built into the house. Um, so we ended up going left um, down to this garage. And we hopped out, and basically her head security guy gave us the rundown. He said something funny. He goes, yeah, basically you guys are here because you're special and you're not crazy. So let's try to keep it that way. (laughs) So he gave us the rundown. Obviously, he goes, you know, be respectful. You know, don't steal anything. Don't pick things up and start shaking them and, you know, looking at them and stuff. And we're like, hey, you know, pretty self-explanatory stuff. So is this a guy we would recognize from Tabloid? Yeah, definitely. It was the one that was actually with her today. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he actually wands us down again, and once we all cleared again, then he escorts us into the house. Do you know how many vans were already there before you? I couldn't say. Maybe about, like, four or five, maybe, tops. I would say there was, like, 50 people in there when we got in. Yeah. Okay. So you walked through the garage. So, yeah, we walked through the garage. By the way, there was, like, a covered, I'm pretty sure it was a Porsche in that garage. I was like, I wanted to go look, but I'm like, eh, I might get thrown out. (laughs) That's what I wanted to know. So you already answered my question about how many cars Mm -hmm. could fit in the garage. But were there any other cars beside this covered, possibly Porsche? Just the one, so. Oh, interesting. They emptied it. They knew we were coming, so. (laughs) So it's kind of funny because you wouldn't think there are any creepy parts about Taylor's house. But this house it was built in like 1929 and the garage and um, this hallway that we are now being taken into and like basically just the basement is like very creepy. There's just like pipes and, and just like random things and little like wooden doorways. Old and water like, heaters. Yeah, just like old water heaters. It's like, oh, it's like, where the, where am I going? <laughs> wow. Is it carpeted? No, it was cement. It was, no, it's concrete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so it was up like three flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took us up three flights of these uh, wooden stairs, basically, and then it dished out into uh, this hallway. If you went there at night and you were alone, it would be very, very scary. <laughs> were the stairs creaky? No. No, no. They were probably done recently. There was also, she had, like, a really scary, like, murder room bathroom in the basement, and I had to go in it, and it was really scary. <laughs> what did it look like? It looked like a murder room. <laughs> Slopping heads off, just. <laughs> it was like a toilet up on a cement step, and it was a toilet and just a sink, and there was like a big giant water heater in there with all kinds of pipes and like paint buckets and random things. It was so scary. Was there a line to use that bathroom? No. No. <laughs> I really had to go, so I was like, "Take me to whatever one." <laughs> Did she have her special paper towels in there? This was definitely like. Just, like, a random worker's bathroom or something. Okay. She probably has ten bathrooms or something in that house. Probably. So, we go up this flight of stairs. It dishes out into this hallway, like, immediately. You only have a choice. Go left or right. And then it becomes beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, this is the beautiful part of the house. If you went left, which we're not allowed to go, um, you can see, like, a little dining room sitting area. And then we went right. 
And then from there, you uh, immediately had to choose again to go left or right. In front of us actually was a door for the bathroom. If you went right, that led into her kitchen, which you were not allowed to, to go in. But in her kitchen, she did have a um, a giant black and white framed picture of herself as a baby. That picture we've all seen with the curly afro. Oh. And it was really cute. Could you see what else the kitchen looked like? No, I c- we couldn't see. Some people were able to go in there, but uh, we'll get to that, so... Oh, okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, We were escorted left, and basically we first, we saw the main room where the session was held, but they kind of like steered us away, like over through the the grand entrance, like hallway, and then back into that room, and then into the reception area, I'd like to call it almost. The room contained like the grand staircase, and uh, there was a nice pool table. It was like a billiard room, kind of. But anyway, they had a table there that was set up with all kinds of food and stuff. And then the room off of that, which is her outer, I don't even know what you call it. It was just really another living room. Right, another living room, almost like a sunroom, but not really. Ah. You know, just the big bay windows that were overlooking the ocean and the lighthouse, and it was just gorgeous. And she had another table set up in there with all kinds of food. She had pizza and sushi and... Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets, which was funny. Yeah, it is funny. (laughs) She had, like, burgers. uh, Beef skewers, sliders, yeah. Chicken and mozzarella skewers. Like, all kinds of food, so... Wow. One room was, like, she had a whole room of just appetizers, and then she had a whole room of the main food. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it was catered. I don't know, I could be wrong, I guess. I didn't ask anyone, unfortunately. I don't think she made all those sliders and pizza herself. Yeah, it was quite a lot of food, (laughs) so... And of course there was uh, like Coke and of course Diet Coke and Sprite and water and whatever you wanted to drink. So basically uh, they said, uh, why don't you guys have enjoy some refreshments, you know, while everybody else files into the, uh, the house and, and then we'll go from there. So, so Jill and I walked around, ate, you know, ate the food and looked around and I had four pieces of pizza. She, yeah, she was going to town. On Nate that, was too scared to eat. That was not true at all. Like <laughs> You even said, I'm too nervous to eat. <laughs> I did not say that. You said, I'm too nervous to eat. I said, I don't want to eat. Uh, I said, maybe I'll just, uh, I'm just going to have a little bit now and then I'll have some a little later. So so what did you eat at the beginning, Nate? I had a slice of pizza and I had a, a water or something. And um, yeah, that's all I had to start. And Jill, you had four pieces of I pizza? I had four pieces of pizza. I had two pieces of sushi. <laughs> I had some snack. <laughs> she was loading up. Well, Taylor gave that food to me. I, I had to eat it. <laughs> so what was the sushi like? Your typical... It was good, yeah. It was just typical sushi. It was it was really good, though. Okay. I wondered if it was tempura or something. No, no. It or... was just regular, like, sushi roll that you can buy in the store, but it was really good. Did she have wasabi and yep, stuff, Yep, she had too? a whole thing of... A whole bucket of soy sauce, like wasabi, ginger. It wow. was very fancy. So cool. Did she have chopsticks for you? Uh, yep, she even had a little thing of chopsticks. There were chopsticks? Yeah, I you missed, missed them. There was a whole bowl of little chopsticks. Did you try any of the mozzarella things? I did. I tried the mozzarella skewer. They were really good. It was mozzarella, tomato, and basil. Ooh, that does sound good. And then she had, like, a big dish of honey mustard with the chicken nuggets, and, like, the sliders had pickles on them, and... Wow. It was very fancy. Fancy. What about the plates and napkins? They were <laughs> cute. Oh, the the plates were, like, little appetizer party plates, but they weren't plastic. They were, like, actual plates, but you throw them away. Oh. Yeah, they were, like, disposable, yeah. They were I'm like, like, well, only at Taylor Swift's house, I guess. They were, like, <laughs> yeah, they were, like, disposable real plates. I don't know, but they were mini, and then the napkins were, like, 
like I think they were like trying to be nautical themed. They were like blue and white, like zigzags, and they were pretty. So while we're you know eating our food, we're walking around and we're looking at this house. This house is absolutely gorgeous. The theme of this house is like an antique beach theme. That's what I describe it as, like a nautical antique house. Mm. Everything in the entire house was an antique. Everything except for like the furniture, which was like the size of her couch was like the size of a bed. And we actually got to sit on the couch where they took that picture on uh, the 4th of July. And I was going to ask yeah. if you were in that room. We did. We were in that room. That's the room I'm talking about, yeah. Is that where the food was or that was where you were just... That's where the that's food where was. Some of the food was, right. Mm-hmm. And so the couch was like the most comfortable thing I've ever sat on in my life. And it was huge. And then like she had a huge grand piano in the um, bay room. I mean, even the tables were like... And all the lamps and... They were all antiques and everything was like nautical and beach themed and like sea. It was something like out of a dream. Mm. We can't talk too much about it because we don't want to invade Taylor's privacy too much. But I mean, that's a pretty good description. It was just like out of a dream. It's hard to even describe. Yeah. And at least when she tweeted that photo from the 4th of July, you can kind of see what it looks like. It was a lot of like white and tan and very classy and sea themed. And the cool thing was, later when we were talking to Scott, he actually told us that all of these things in the house, Taylor decorated herself. She did all of this herself. She did the furnishing, she did the antique shopping, she did the the decorating all herself. There was no help. And also, within a matter of two weeks, she did everything. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. So afterwards, uh, we found out that the last group had arrived, um, so Jill and I wanted to get a pretty like good spot in the, in the seating area. Well, obviously. Jill discovered and said... Nate wanted to mingle and make friends, and I said, no, let's wait by the door and push people out of the way to get a good seat. Jill wanted to be rude and closed off. <laughs> no, I just wanted, <laughs> Steph, wouldn't you have done the same thing? I wanted a front row seat. I said, let's go wait by the door, and so we did. I said, that's a good idea. Did you guys see anyone else you knew? No. We did not, no. Which I was surprised about, because we really, you know, kept our eyes peeled. Huh. So the door's open for you to sit down in a different room? Yeah, basically, what was it? It was a doorway, is what it like a big open doorway, you know, um, leading into the room. So you just weren't allowed to go in it. So basically, we stood outside of it, and everyone else was kind of getting the same idea at that point and lined up outside the door. Were you guys first? We were like second. Yeah, like second, and we still mingled with the people who were around and stuff, and or I did at least while Jill just like stared him down and. No, I talked to him. I was just getting very excited. I was focused on getting a good seat. <laughs> So anyway, they finally let us in the room, and uh, it wasn't like a mad dash. It was pretty much a mad dash. <laughs> and <laughs> There was, like, pillows. I mean, the living room must have been the size of my entire house. And <laughs> she had, like, 50 pillows on the floor, like, thrown everywhere, and comforters and blankets. So, like, between this mad rush, like, everybody was stepping on all her pillows and fumbling over them. And I was like, so many people are stepping on your beautiful pillows. Wow, I wonder if she had to move furniture out of that room then. I wondered too. She did leave, well, there there were four couches, two on each side, um, facing inward, and then, of course, all the pillows and cushions and blankets in the middle. And then on the back and the front, there were still two sets of armchairs. I would think that she would, because otherwise it'd just be a big empty space almost, so... So you didn't really know what was front then, right? Because I actually heard about this 
we didn't technically because there were four seats and they all had signs on them that said reserved. But we had a pretty good idea because uh, there was two armchairs in particular that just looked very elegant and um, and nice. The one we thought was at first actually did not turn out to be. And then, uh, but anyway, we were still very close. We were probably about six to eight feet from the actual armchair that she sat in. That's great. But then she switched in the middle or something, right? Yeah, but we still got good seats for that, luckily. Yeah. Okay, great. So you had a good view the whole time. I thought it was going to be like a, like, you go back to your original seat, but everybody kind of went back to the front, and I was like, oh, okay. So we kind of got pushed to the back, which ended up working in our advantage. Oh, because she moved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was like, ah, oh, no. And I was like, that's what you get for pushing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all sitting there, and we're waiting, and we're, the room is a buzz. And Now, did a sing-along happen at this point? The sing-along happened while we were waiting. Right, by the door. Uh, not quite while we're still like eating pizza and stuff like that. Not everyone's arrived yet, and they've started the. Uh, um, it was actually a guy I ne- I never caught his name. I don't know um, what his name was, but um, who started it? And he was very excited to be there, and and he you know got everyone to start singing "Shake It Off." So so that was pretty cool. That's awesome. And Taylor later on said she was like I was up in my room getting ready, and I I heard you guys singing, and I knew this was going to be the most fun group. <laughs> <laughs> So finally, the room's like a buzz, and you know we're all just like anticipating Taylor. Like any second, she can walk in this room, and she does. Um, she walked in behind us. She must have come down the staircase um, and into this room. One girl saw her and like screamed, and then everybody screamed like immediately, and everyone's like, "Ah!" And she's like waving, and everyone's super happy, you know. And she walks around, and then um, she comes and sits down in this in the the front seat there, mm-hmm. and uh, she says. Basically, you know, thank you all for being here. Like, I'm so excited you all could make it. You know, I'm really happy. I've been anticipating this for quite a while. She said, basically, you know, Gillette uh, was one of my favorite shows of all time. And she goes, when I, like we said, when I heard you singing, I knew that you guys were going to be a fun crowd today. So thank you for that. (laughs) Did she talk about the rain at Gillette? Um, She did not. She didn't mention that. She just said Gillette. So uh, I'm assuming that's a concert she meant was the Speak Now one, but um, I'm sure the Red Tour one is, you know, just as exciting and and, um, and live. Well, and so. on the Fearless Tour, Gillette was the first stadium Taylor's ever played. That's so true. I, that that was. That's true. Mm-hmm. She always says how Gillette made her realize she could actually fill a stadium. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. So she was basically like, you know, without further ado, let's listen to the album. So uh, that was pretty incredible. Now, we can't divulge any details other than that we listened to it. She did play us every song on the album. She played us every song, right. Except for the ones that are going to be on the deluxe version, but she played us all the other ones. Okay, so you didn't hear any voice memos. No, we did hear a voice memo. You did actually hear one. Oh, okay. And it was hilarious and awesome. Her voice memos are, like, just totally her. Yeah, it really was. They're really funny. Well, we heard, the, like, the first about, like, six songs, something like that, or six or seven songs before we took an intermission. Actually, I'm sorry, before the intermission, it was very cool because she would be describing these songs and then she would stop and then see somebody and be like, oh my gosh, she goes, the one girl in particular, she goes, she goes, are you Hannah or, or Hannah? Like, I'm so happy to see you. And, and Hannah's like, oh my God, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, Taylor recognized me, you know. Hannah is the girl who Taylor wrote a very long, thoughtful message for on Instagram, Correct. right? Correct, yes. And then Good Morning America actually interviewed her. Right, mm-hmm. That is awesome. I was so glad to see she was there. Yeah, she was. That was really cool. So, yeah, good for her, really. And yeah, actually, um, our small moment of fame, during one of the songs, she she looks over and she and she makes eye contact with Jill and she stops and she goes, are you Jill? And Jill's like, 
Oh my god! Let's be honest, it was my moment of fame, and you just rode my coattails. Yes, uh, I don't think so because then she turned to me and she goes, "And are you Nate?" And I'm like, "Yes." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Yeah." And she goes, "Oh, you guys are adorable." She goes, "You guys are like a Swifty power couple." And we're like, "Wow, oh, thank you." I read about that on Twitter, and yeah. I was like, "Wow." <laughs> I don't know how she noticed me or recognized me or knew my name. Maybe it was the bun that stood out. I don't know. But she was like, are you Jill? And I was like, oh, my God. And then I pointed and she was like, yeah, are you, are you, it like took, she paused for me and she's like, are you Nate? And then she remembered. He was like, yeah. Wow. The the power couple thing I read about on Twitter and I thought that was pretty awesome. It, it seriously was. Taylor, if you are listening to this, really, that broke the ice that made our night. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> for every single person there when you, if you called them out so that was that was incredible and you said that was during the first six songs right just to have her like recognize you and know your name like without right, exactly. you had never told her your name ever <laughs> right to be that personable with your with your guests and so many guests i guess not that it was really that many, like about you know 90 people or whatever but to yeah just be able to recognize you and, and know things about you and things like it's like wow like it's just incredible so it's the hospitality was the best part for me besides that was like i i really don't know if it was because she recognized me or i had the big bun in my hair but during almost every song at least once she made eye contact with me for a good five ten seconds of like smile and like <laughs> bob her head and sing and i was just like i didn't know what to do because i i didn't know the words so i couldn't sing along so i was just like bobbing my head with my mouth open i was like yeah yeah. But she just, she just kept looking at me, and I was like, this is awkward. I don't know what to do, but I'm so happy. It's weird, because when you make eye contact with her, you immediately realize you're making eye contact with her, and you, well, at least for me, you, you kind of almost freeze up, and you're just like, I, for me, I kind of like stop listening to the song for a second. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's so. incredible. So anyway, we listened to, like I said, the first like six songs or so, seven songs. And then we took a, a small intermission. Basically, she goes, oh, you know, I don't want to just, like, throw this on you guys, like, all at once. So why don't we get up, you know, stretch her legs, uh, and then we'll listen to the rest of the album after. I do regret it because, like, she seemed like she was kind of, like, mingling with people at first and, like, trying to, like, bring them back into the kitchen. But I was, like, going to pee myself. I, I was surprised that I actually <laughs> didn't pee myself sitting down because it was literally coming out of me. So I was like, I can't hold this <laughs> I'm going to miss Taylor, but I need to go. Otherwise, I'm going to, I was going to pee on her floor. <laughs> that would not be good. Like this girl. Look at her. That would be a nightmare. It would. So I was like, I was like, I just need to miss her for this few minutes so I can go to the bathroom. Okay. So Jill, on your second bathroom trip, was there a line? Well, no, this was actually my first one where they took us down into the creepy basement murder room bathroom. Oh. <laughs> Her upstairs bathroom was very nice. and Oh, so did you use both? I don't know how many she had on that floor, but I used one of them, and then I used one down in the basement. Oh, okay. But the one I used upstairs was very nice. It was just a normal bathroom. I bet the soap smelled good. It did, it did. It was nice. It was pretty fancy, but I mean, it was very small, but it worked. I felt good about myself because I didn't fake having to go to the bathroom. Like, I drank so much water and Diet Coke that I just had to go to the bathroom <laughs> so bad. <laughs> So, Nate, what did you do while you were waiting? Her and I also went. They escorted, like, four of us down to the basement. She took the one bathroom. Actually, outside um, next to the garage was this, just like a luxury trailer bathroom 
almost like it was this it was this long bathroom it had like two women's rooms and a men's room in this trailer basically so it was just like a very nice outdoor bathroom so i used that uh and then came back and of course we were escorted back upstairs so did you eat anything during this intermission yes she brought out her cookies there was a girl there who it was the youngest girl who was there i never caught her name she was like 11 years old she was like this this cute little girl her and her mom came from wisconsin and got all the way out there and taylor was very excited to see her anyway so taylor brought her into the kitchen and uh had her help bring out yeah that girl was lucky (laughs) yeah she was oh man i envy her (laughs) that's adorable i think i saw her photo where she's on taylor's back oh okay yep there it is I was like, yeah. I was like, I know I'm not, I know I'm not 11, but I want to see her kitchen too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and they bring out these trays of homemade cookies and Rice Krispie treats, and they started taking them around to everybody, and they were awesome. What kind of cookies? There was chocolate chip. There was chocolate mint chocolate chip. Um, there was Rice Krispie treats with chocolate frosting and sprinkles. I think that might have been the only three unless they all got eaten. But anyway, either way, it was like the best cookie I've had in my life. And I love cookies. It was so if good. You guys, and it was actually yeah. like Taylor herself walking around with the tray, like she was like mm-hmm. a waitress or something, mingling <laughs> with people and being like, she would literally like walk up to people and awkwardly be like, do you want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> so you tried all three, right? I had a Rice Krispie treat and a um, chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. But you missed the mint No, I had a, one bite of it. What about you, Nate? I had the two cookies. I didn't have the Rice Krispie treat. So what was your favorite for both of you? The chocolate chip cookie. Yes, I would say the chocolate chip. It was something good about it. It was like... Salty. I think it was salted butter that she used for this thing. Because it gave it this really, yes, like sweet, salty, good, awesome flavor explosion in your mouth. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor Swift, her cookies live up to her name. So Taylor was coming around with the cookies and she walks over to us. And I say, is there a limit on how many of these I can have? And she goes, she goes, for you, you can have as many as you want. And I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, (laughs) know, we're being just kind of, you know, funny with each other. And then I go, did you make these yourself? And she goes, yeah, I was was baking this morning. And she goes, it's less exciting than it sounds. She goes, I baked the cookies and then I went and took a nap. And then I got up later and then took a bath. (laughs) Well, Nate, I think if I were you, I would have officially died after she said, you can have as many as you want. I was like, I will. I took like four cookies. It was awesome. (laughs) So after she gives the cookies, you go back and listen to the rest of the album, Basically, right? yep. That was the gist of it, so. Um, and you, fortunately, were still close to her. You got, did you get more eye contact and stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The whole time. Instead of sitting on the floor now, we ended up sitting on one of the couches that was somewhat close to her, and we got a very good view of the whole thing. And yeah, at that point, actually, she brought in um, Olivia during that last half and passed around Olivia, and everyone was able to pet her and, you know, play with her, and which is cool. Did you both hold her? Uh, I was able to pet Olivia, not hold her. But... Okay. Jill? Yes, I played with her and held her. But Meredith was MIA? Meredith was in a bad mood. Yeah, supposedly uh, grumpy and in another room. So. <laughs> poor so, Meredith. Oh, Meredith, yeah, unfortunately. Well, I have to say, immediately when I heard about Nate and Joel going, I immediately thought about Nate's bio on his Twitter account said his goal was to meet Taylor and play with Meredith and Olivia. Well, he yeah. didn't reach all of his goals. <laughs> yeah, it was close. Meredith, you're still on my radar, so watch out. <laughs> I was just so excited that that was finally coming true because you've had it there forever. Right, I know, yeah. 
It's been up there, I think, since I made the account, honestly. So did Olivia just hang around Basically. during the second half of the album play? After a while. Yeah, after a while she ran away. No. Oh, and Taylor darn. said, can somebody please go put Dibbles in her room? And she explained <laughs> why she calls her Dibbles. What did she explain? She said that, for that Olivia was a very classy name and that Olivia was not classy. That she is more kind of walking around like a like a dummy, not knowing what's going on. So they call her Dibbles because it's like Dibbles. <laughs> she thinks it's like a dumb, slow name. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. So, did you say Olivia ran into her own room? Does she have like well, her own Well, Taylor little... said, can you go put Dibbles in her room? So I don't know. <laughs> wow. It's a huge house. So during one of the songs, I'm not allowed to tell you guys at all what it was but she played the song and everybody loved it and uh you know everybody applauded and stuff and then there's kind of like a like a small awkward pause and i i really love the song that was one of my favorites i heard that night and you know taylor's you know shuffling her iphone and stuff you know looking through it and i just called out i'm like yep that was a hit and she looks over <laughs> and she's like oh! she goes oh my gosh she goes you think so i'm like yeah absolutely and she goes oh my gosh thank you so much she goes i uh, that feels great that you said that she was very excited I think the song I'm talking about, she's planning on releasing as a single, so so we will see. But, wow. Um, One yeah. question. So after every song, did you guys clap? Or what oh, yeah, you... absolutely. Everyone cheered and clapped. Everyone loved every single song, so. <laughs> so did she kind of pause in between each song? Before to... she played every song, she told us the whole entire meaning behind it. Okay, because I've heard stories about her not being able to work her phone. Oh, no. <laughs> she played all the songs and then told us before she played each song, she'd be like, okay, and now this is... And then she told us the entire meaning behind it and the inspiration and then played it. So based on the applause, could you gauge which were the fan favorites already? No, they were all like favorites. No, yeah. <laughs> they were all, yeah, I could see that. That's what I was thinking. But today in an interview, Taylor was saying she could gauge some fan favorites. And I was thinking, really? They're probably going crazy for everyone. Yeah, it's probably because I said could. that to her. That's probably why. She probably was thinking, she's probably Nate. like, yeah, she's probably like, oh, oh, Nate, you know, he's so perfect at, you know, predicting songs. So this will be a favorite. <laughs> you better watch out. She's going to be having you as her manager or something. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm, I am keeping my eyes peeled. <laughs> Taylor, call me up any day. Seriously, do it. <laughs> Okay. So then at the end, did she do the shake it off party? Yes. She's like, and now we dance. And then she started playing the song. So did she dance around the room with Got everybody? Up and, yep. Not everybody, but yeah, pretty much. Did um, she dance near you? Yep. Yep. Yeah. She was close to us. So, um, wow. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Basically. Yeah. She just started playing the song and she got up and you know, everybody basically got up and started dancing. So, so, so what happens know. to the pillows during this? Do people kick them? It was getting, they were getting trampled and kicked and you know, they were they were trying to <laughs> Yeah, actually, they started collecting them partway through the song, so. I wonder um, if she uses the same pillows for each session. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> so, what happens then? And we all got sent into a room, because she was like, all right, let's do meet and greet and pictures. And they split us all into our groups. There was, like, seven groups or something. And then we kind of just had to casually wait for, like, two hours or so well every group, wow i don't know if it was that long it was like an hour or two or whatever well every group got to go in we were group five so we were towards the end which was okay with us because after you met her you actually had to leave her house which is why some people were tweeting about it before others we didn't actually oh. leave her house until twelve thirty in the morning wow and there was people even later than us that probably didn't leave till like one thirty. wow and so I mean, well, this whole time while we were waiting is, like, the time when um, 
her parents, Andrea and Scott, came out to mingle with all of us and they were just the most friendliest, wanting to talk to everybody. I think maybe Taylor had been like, Mom, Dad, you got to be like really friendly. Like these people are here. <laughs> I think she probably like gave them a little incentive, but they just seemed like they were so happy to like, because I know sometimes they're kind of like not shrugging people off, but they're like, yep, yep, in a hurry. Like, all right, let's sometimes go. Sometimes I understand they have work to do. Yeah. And need to do some things, but so. I mean, at this, they were just like so smiling and happy and like touching our shoulders and just very personal asking us all of our names telling us all these very personal stories about taylor scott told us so many things that we cannot say that were secrets that he wasn't even supposed to be telling us he was like i'm gonna get in (laughs) trouble but and he was passing out pics he even let us come out onto her balcony and look at her pool and the ocean view and her giant 20 person jacuzzi and her pool is actually wow. still open, maybe for show, I don't know, but he took us out on the balcony, we got to look at everything, he was telling us so much stuff, just sharing so many, like, happy things with us, he was, I can't, I just can't describe how, like, happy and friendly they were to us, I guess because I've never seen them in that way, I've only seen them in the business way, but, so this was, like, more of a personal thing, and Andrea was just so happy, like, you could see, like, her being so motherly, talking about, like, the stories when Taylor was young, and about Big Machine and how she didn't even want Taylor to sign with Scott Borchetta because Scott Borchetta had nothing and Taylor's like, well, I have nothing too, Mom. And so, like, they kind of let Taylor make the decisions. And she was just, all the stories were just so, I don't know, personal and friendly. And at one point, Andrea actually went into the other room and brought out this giant framed picture. And inside the picture were the original notebook lyrics of we are never ever getting back together and it was like the original notes taylor had written for the song and you could tell like there was scratch off of different lyrics that didn't make it into the song and it was so cool it was just like these two pages ripped out of a notebook of her squiggles to we are never ever and they were framed (laughs) and it was just so so cool seeing those that is so cool because we always hear the story about how Taylor was there with Max and somebody came in and asked and they wrote that so quickly. Yeah, and on these lyrics, and I, I remember because I studied them specifically because I wanted to know the things that she edited through this song. Most of the lyrics actually were pretty much set in stone, like uh, almost all of them. There was only like um, there two few... squiggles in the whole thing. There's only, yes, a few like <laughs> minor changes, some, some grammatical changes or, or just like general flow. The only one that was pretty like substantial was right at the beginning of the song, you know, it goes... I remember when we broke up the first time saying, this is it, we've had enough, cuz like, and then after that, she had, it's fact, which I thought was cool, but she had that scribbled out, so. Oh, so she scribbled out, it's fact. Mm-hmm. Cuz like, it's fact. I think she just didn't like the flow, so. Oh, um, wow. I would love to see her process. Yeah, that was really cool, so. Oh, and I actually saved the framed picture because Andrea was about to put it down on a Diet Coke can and spill it everywhere. And I was like, no! (laughs) (laughs) She's like, thank you, darling. (laughs) Oh, so ruined it. (laughs) Wow. So when you went out on the balcony, could you see the mermaid statue somewhere? Yes, we could. We weren't allowed to go over there. They kind of had like one of the chairs blocking it because it was pushed down and it was blocking, I think. But if you leaned over, you could see the statue. Fun fact, which is very ironic, but the woman who owned the house before Taylor was named Becky, 
and her I read her about pool that is shaped like a giant bee because of that. That is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I read about and that. And the jacuzzi was like you could fit like twenty people in that thing. Is it right beside the it's pool? It's like right connected it, yeah. to it. Okay. So was the pool bigger than it looks in the Instagram video that she posted of it's, her it's and Jamie King? Big. I guess because it's shaped weird, it kind of doesn't look that big. But I think it is pretty big. Okay. It's just shaped weird. That is weird. so cool. I've seen just like the aerial view of the house and it does look kind of far down. So it's hard to really tell how big it is. Yeah, it was really far down from where we were. I just can't believe you were on that balcony. That is incredible. Any other childhood stories that we should know about? There was a lot, but it's hard to remember. She had like a group of like 30 people around her and everyone was silent and she was just nonstop. She was like, bah, 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 and just going on and telling so much stuff. So awesome. she mostly just told like how Taylor got started and everything. I don't think it was wow. too much. We haven't heard just in different terms of it. Right. And to hear straight from her. Yeah. That's cool. So how do you finally get into the room where Taylor is? So after we had met and listened to Scott and Andrea, it was pretty good timing because uh, it was basically time for our group to go. We were group five out of like eight or nine, something like that. So basically they took our group in and we, we stood outside of the main room and we were kind of almost last, which was fine because it kind of gave us a little bit more time with Taylor. And, you know, the, the girls are falling through and everyone's getting about like maybe two, three minutes with Taylor, something like that. And we finally get in the room and she was so happy to see us. And she comes over and she's like, you guys, she goes, I'm so glad you guys could make it. Like, And then she hugged um, us both. And she hugged us, which was awesome. Like the, the Taylor hug that everybody looks forward <laughs> to was awesome. And she starts immediately. She goes, you know, it's funny. She goes, actually, I found you guys separately. Uh, like I found you on your Twitter and I found you like on your Instagram. And then, and well, then she later, didn't say she that. She just deal. said that she found us separately. So I'm still curious. I mean, the only way they could have found Nate is through his Twitter, so it had to be she that. Says, I th- she said, I think it was your Twitter is what she said. Yeah. Okay. And then she turns to Jill and she goes, and then I was looking at your pictures and uh, I realized that you guys were a couple and I was like, oh my God. Like She was definitely <laughs> stalking my pictures, like all my pictures. And she was like, she recognized my face and she like, remember like a little tad of what I wrote. She repeated it back to me. She's like, oh, and didn't you write, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, what was your picture? It was, like, a waterfall or something. I was like, oh, no, it was behind, or it was in front of the water just over here on Watch Hill. And she was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I brought him here in the summer to visit because it's so nice. She's like, yeah, it's so beautiful, isn't it? It's like, yeah. And then I was like, I know I know you visit, like, Mystic and stuff. And I, I worked there. I'm a preschool teacher. And she got really excited by that and, like, taken back. She was like, oh, she used my name again. She was like, oh, that's like such a great thing to do with your life. She's like, that's amazing. That's really amazing. And she was very fond over it. And I was like, it's, it's not that great. Like, look at your life. And but she really enjoyed hearing that. And I told her about some other of the kids. And um, what else? I, I just told her about like how me and Nate met. And well, we talked about Swift Gas to her, which was awesome. Um, yay. Yay. Steph, she remembered you, which was cool. What? Um, yeah, she no. remembered, yeah, she remembered you and Ashley, which is cool. We um, said Stephanie, so I hope she, I hope she knows which one we're talking about. I don't think I ever told her my name. I said Steph. Is what I, I, said, I so. can't imagine that she would even know my name. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just because you said Swiftcast to her at the event, maybe that's what jogged her memory. I don't know. I did, but um, 
but yeah. Wow. Anyway, so so yeah, that and plus uh, we also mentioned Haley. Um, Haley is yet to meet her, and you know we talked with her about Haley, and yeah, and then so basically she was like, "You guys ready to take pictures?" We're like, "We're like, yeah, like." And she's like, well, "What do you want to do? What do you want to do first? We're like, oh, "I don't know." We're like, "What do you want to do?" <laughs> and uh, and we're like, "Well, how about the group picture?" And she goes, "Okay, cool. You guys have any ideas?" And Jill goes. I was just like, oh, I have an idea. I was like, I thought it'd be funny if we like both kissed his cheek. I feel like okay with that. She's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. She's like, are you okay with that? I was like, yeah, do whatever, do whatever you want. And she laughed. You can have him, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was that's like, basically what she you said. Want. She laughed awkwardly. <laughs> so, did you guys come up with this? I came up with it like literally an hour before we were going in. I was just standing there, and then it hit me, and I was like, I turned to him. I was like, I have a great idea. It was perfect. I, know. I couldn't even believe it when I Except saw it. Except Nate didn't get a chance to open his eyes because the lady like clicked the camera so fast. He was <laughs> but gonna, no, it was I know, perfect. but he... he was gonna do like an even like he was gonna do a really funny face and like pointing to both of us and it was gonna be hilarious, but she was just like one, two, three, click. And uh... he was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Nate, you really look like you're in heaven. Yeah, it did end up actually coming out pretty funny, so I'm not complaining at all. Uh, I really, you know, cherish the pictures, so. So, important question, Nate. Go for Have it. Have you washed your face yet? I unfortunately had to. I had to work today, so it was a sad day. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. And after after the picture, she goes... Oh, you don't have any red lipstick on you, and she kind of like rubbed my cheek. I was like, I was like, oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> so, wow, and you washed your face. I know. I it's I'm, I'm ashamed now. Now come to think of it. <laughs> so after that, you guys did individual photos, right? Right. Did Jill go first? Yes. Yes, Jill went first. We both took pictures holding the Grammy. Jill's was a little bit more fun than mine. Her and Taylor, you know, making like surprise face almost. There's a little story behind it. Uh, she made the surprise face, and Taylor looks over to her, and she goes, "Oh, I guess that's what we're doing." Okay, I, I well, get no, it. <laughs> she like she was like, "All right, let's take the picture," and she like went to lean in, and she was smiling, and I was just like made that face. She was like, "Oh, okay, I guess I guess we're doing this," and then she made it, and I was like, "No, you could just smile." <laughs> it looks. I great. wanted her to yeah, just smile, but she was like, "Okay." <laughs> and it's the safe and sound. Yeah, it Grammy, was. Right? Yeah, I was. I said to her, I was like. Or Nate was like, oh, that's, I heard you play that in Philly. And I was like, that's the show we met at. And she was like, oh my God, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I actually didn't know that myself. Yeah. I forgot Wait, to tell she... her. I thought of this today. I was like, I watched her get that award. I was like, this is crazy. It, it hit me today. It's like, wow. Right. When the pre-show for the Grammys. Right. The pre-show Grammys. And I yeah. was actually yeah. really upset that we forgot because she would have loved it so much that we forgot to tell her that like we grabbed her hand and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We really had so much to talk about, mm-hmm. but yeah, you grabbed her hand in Nashville, right? No, in, uh, in um, Philly. Philly, the same oh. concert where she played Safe and Sound. So wow, yeah, and Philly isn't too far away from Wyoming, so that's awesome. No, yeah, it's like right there. She claims that it's uh, one of her hometowns. So yeah, when she goes to this. So Jill, I have to ask you: Did she say anything about your sweater? She didn't. Her dad said something about it when I walked back from the bathroom. I walked up to them and. He was like, hey, I recognize that sweater. I was like, yeah, your daughter has it. <laughs> but no, Taylor didn't say anything about it. But I think, I mean, I obviously could tell she she knew, but she just didn't say anything about it. But I did have oh. my bun in, and she, I walked up to her, and she's like, I love your bun. And she, like, tapped it, and I was like, there's a lot of hairspray in there. And she was just <laughs> like, it looks great. <laughs> wow, that's incredible, too. I wouldn't want to wash my hair. So, Nate, when you did your photo, did you have your pose in mind? 
Not really. I wanted the the fun photo, which was both of us. And then I wanted just a nice picture with Taylor. So held the Grammy and, and I told her I love the song. Actually, I paused the photo. The girl was like, one, two. And I'm like, hang on. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what, what's this Grammy for? And uh, she said, save and sound. And that's what led into the, the story. What was your Grammy for, Steph? I think it was Fearless Album of the Year. Oh, nice. cool. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> which I remember watching on TV, too. Anyway, we took a very nice picture. If you guys haven't seen any of our pictures, you can check it out on both of our Twitter profiles. So a guy Swifty or You Made Us Proud. And uh, on Swiftcast, we tweeted all three. That's true. It's a good point. It'll probably be easier for you. So um, after the picture, and I say to her, I say, um, I said, Taylor, I said, when I was sitting there in the listening session, all of the songs that I heard, I was like, sometimes on, on albums, you know, you have those sleeper songs where, you know, they don't get a lot of attention. And I didn't say this, but I meant it. The diehard fans really are the only ones that know the songs. I was like, listening to this album, I said, any one of these songs could be a hit. And she took that to heart and she goes, wow, you know, thank you so much for saying that. You know, I'm so excited. All the positive feedback I've been getting about the album. She goes, thank you so much for saying that. You know, she was very touched. Aw. I mean, you got a thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. Yep. The, the classic Taylor yeah, line. So very cool. So afterwards, then, uh, you know, we said our goodbyes. You know, thank you so much for coming. It was nice meeting you, you know, the, the general goodbyes. So and then you were pretty much immediately ushered out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, whoever it was, a security guy who brought us over to the main entrance room. He just wandered us down, and then they gave us the merch bags and, like, escorted us out. Did you have to take the van back to the parking lot? Yeah. And they took us back to the weird shack, <laughs> the creepy shack. They, like, had to wand us down to see if we stole anything from our house. Well, it sounds like you guys had the best night of your lives. It was pretty incredible, to say the least. And you're just making me even more excited for the album. We're finally less than three weeks away. If anybody has any questions for Jill or Nate, tweet them at SwiftCast. Tweet them at a guy Swifty or You Made Us Proud. Did you guys miss anything? Any things I forgot to ask? All in all, incredible time. I wish every single person in the fandom would be able to do this. Taylor has so much more planned for this upcoming, and she tweeted that, you know, the other day. So much more for this upcoming, basically two years. So did she tweet that? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she did. I thought so. Because she said it also at the listening session. So seriously. Hang tight. You could be next. It's coming. Like, seriously. And I think she's going to have so many more surprises. This listening session stuff was so surprising to me. And I expect now that she's abroad, she'll be doing international ones, which I'm really excited about if it happens. I think it will. I'm pretty sure it will because she said, thank you for coming to the last listening session in America. So she wouldn't say in America without obviously there being a follow-up. Yeah. And we're doing our best to get you guys all the details of these. We are actually going to be releasing another special episode on the Nashville listening session. So be on the lookout for that later this week or early next week. We talked with John Mark, who wrote a great BuzzFeed article about 89 things that happen to you when you're invited to a listening session. So be on the lookout for that. Thanks so much, Jill and Nate, for telling us everything that you could. I really appreciate it. I was so excited. I'm still Uh, excited. It's crazy. I mean, this was my favorite house, being able, just living vicariously through you guys being at that house, hearing the album. But you guys had quite the experience, and I'm really glad we were able to hear about it. Well, thank you. Yeah, always happy to tell everything that we can, so. For right now, this has been Steph. Jill. And Nate. And we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts.
Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.